Hey, hey, hey! Good morning and welcome to Thursday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. How you doing? Another glorious day here in the Valley of the Sun. It's that time of year we get to start bragging about we live in Arizona. How you doing out there wherever you may be? Our toll-free number, 800 951 The website at allamericangold.com. And, and, of course, that's where you go out every day. Make it part of your daily routine. All the articles, the videos, all the things we never talk about on the air, you can find them out there at allamericangold.com. And just a quick update on your medals, programs, uh, the post office got mad at us again yesterday. We've already broken it up into four shipping days. Uh, we're going to, they're complaining that we're overloading them. Yes, it's just too much work for us when you come in here and make us do our job. So uh, we're going to take the, today was going to be the last day we're going to have them all shipped out. I'm going to cut it in half. So we'll ship the other half. Uh, today and then tomorrow, the last of them. I don't know what to do anymore. The, you know, when uh, you go to a place that supposedly that's what they do, that's their business, mailing stuff, and they yell at you for mailing too much stuff, uh, what can you do? Uh, I am so honored, though, to be joined by my good friend, uh, Uncle Eric, back for a second day. How you doing? Man, I got to tell you, lots of good feedback and input. Just glad to be here. I have nothing else to do, so I'm going to do this uh, for a while. Joe said I could come in. and I got to tell you, the post office complaining about business is yeah. what you're telling me? She, they told Arlene, you can't come in here with all of this. Now, I remember the day, you know, when we, we got, you, you got two, three big tubs. Yep. You got a hundred boxes, okay, and they're all registered. They all got to be signed for. They all got to go in a book, okay. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. We've tried doing it the other way, you know, like you put them on. You can do the blues where nobody has to sign for them. The post office steals them. They take them. Now the reason that nobody steals, they ship the Hope Diamond registered insured mail. I mean, the reason nobody steals anything from the registered insured side of the post office, a, you have to sign for it when you touch it. And B, if you get caught stealing, you're going to lose a hundred grand a year pension <laughs> that the post office can't pay. They can't afford it. All right, you so, may lose it anyway. Right. But. So yeah, but they can't. They, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. So till it goes to the pension benefit guarantee corp, then they're going to cut it, which is going to happen to everything. Everything. So, so Joe's telling me this morning. I come in. You bring these boxes to him. And they don't want them. They're like, oh, God, we can't handle And you're not talking about bringing a truckload. I mean, it's not a UPS van pulling in. I already have cut it back. We just bring one tub, which is, you know, like you said, 40, and they're complaining 40 about to 50 boxes. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? This is what's happened today. There's Arlene. Yeah. Oh, they want it here. Just say that again. Oh, yeah. They yeah. they were so pissed. They were like, we're going to call your boss. Call you him. need to come in here in the morning. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. They're like, why? I'm like, you're not. Well, I can't say it on the air. Wait a minute. What can we say? Joe owns a station. No, you can't say these things. The magic words are still in place. Now, listen, I got to tell you. You don't want to know what he's going to tell you. When it's really hot. with an F. <laughs> Let's just say it would have been a lot of bleep, bleep, bleep. 
the sensors. I think the sensors, you know, I'm not really sure what's happening. You know, I've discovered this thing. It's a secret, okay? Now, there's a lot of binge-watching going on in this world, and if you're married, you people listening at home know what I'm talking about. You know, the Netflix miracle. Somebody will do a study on it. You know, I have to tell you, I put a 70-inch television up, and i got, I got to take the thing down. I mean... You get to watch it, you get you get drawn into these series, but I have found that if it's really hot outside, you can watch Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> I'm laughing only because I've watched it before. Right. It'll suck you in. Right, sometimes. and now and Highway Through Hell. Can we say hell? I think we can say that. So Highway Through Hell, Jamie Davis towing. Now, the reason you want to watch this is because it's 117 degrees outside, and they're trying to, you know, winch eight, they call them semis, semis in Canada, trying to winch semis out of the snow. <laughs> so I like to turn the air down really cold and watch snow on television. Before you know it, you need a blanket. So it cools you right off. But uh, I've noticed the sensors as the season progresses. They used to bleep all the F words. These are tow truck drivers. Oh, you're, you're. So, now, right. they don't. I mean, they're, you, they're the S word? Yes, flying. Well, flies out. Flying. I don't, I, I, and an occasional F-bomb gets by, you know. It might be muffled, and uh, but, you know, it's, these are truck drivers. These are, uh, that's, you know, that's part of their vernacular. So. <laughs> I mean, that's like saying hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm asking you. Do you think anybody's watching here? I mean, you know, if if you dropped, if you got into a passionate monologue and the f bomb flew out, what would happen? I mean, would they draw? Would the is it the uh, the FCC? Well, would yeah, come, the FCC come to Johnstown would, would not be happy. Uh, Do you have to yeah. pay a fine. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not paying any fines. I'm just telling you right now, we're not paying any fines. My buddy Gary. Uh, he's a car wholesaler. He's getting old now, but this was this was probably five years after nine eleven. So you know, oh five. He's on his way down. He always carries a pistol. He travels. He's a car wholesaler. Carries a pistol in his bag. Well, he's traveling from Washington. He's almost to Arizona, and he's got his wife with him. They're going to come down and stay. They had a house here, and his wife's mother had fallen and broke her hip up in Washington. You know that's terrible. So they got to turn around and go back. I mean, you got to go. So. We'll talk about that when we get back. It uh, it has something to do with getting fined by the government. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, the Joe Chaquin and Eric Cedars from Sitting In. We will be back. Mike and the Mechanics, yeah. Hey, welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Eric Searstrom sitting in with Joe Jaguin. It's a great day to be alive, and I hope this finds you well as it does. I was talking about a friend of mine who was traveling here years back, and he uh, was had a, a gun with him, and he had to turn around to go to the airport and fly back to Washington, and uh, he forgot to take the gun out of his carry-on. <laughs> so... He's got a loaded Which handgun. Happens. Yeah, it happens. It's just, you know, he's got a loaded handgun in his carry-on. And he says, Eric, man, it was amazing. The uh, the minute they saw it, when it went through x-ray, it's like, you know, the, the, the TSA agent turned white. You can pick what color it was first. <laughs> but it turns white, and then all of a sudden, like this, you know, like, one out of 12. <laughs> speaking into the microphone. 
like hundreds of people come out of nowhere. He's like, oh, and it dawned on him. He remembered right then and there. And he's like, he didn't know what was going to happen. And he had to go into a room. And uh, I mean, think about it. That's the last place you're going to try to hide a gun. I know. Right? <laughs> It'd be one thing if they found it, you know, if they frisk you going through uh, security. But anyway, here's what he did. They never, they didn't even unload it. And he had to call his son. And his son, they they walked him out. This is interesting. Walked him out to the front, in front of the airport, outside. Handed him back the gun. He handed it to his son. They turned around, walked him through security, and he made the flight. Wow, that actually sounds like Amazing. somebody yeah, with, right. with some common sense. Well, this is Arizona. This is still the Wild West. California? Yeah, I don't think so. You're on a right. list. Yeah. You're never flying again. Never. No, you're, you're going to jail in California. That There was no question they'd have locked him up. But he got a $8,000 fine in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Eight grand. We got 53 officers respond to the one Adam 12. So. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is the service fees we talked about yesterday. So wait till yeah they start adding. Hey, the the good news is seven thousand eight hundred and fifty three of the eight dollars uh, of the eight grand went to the pension fund. You know, I think my wife was listening yesterday. I don't know this morning. No jack in the box. I get a granola bar, okay? And I got a granola bar. This is my lunch. And I'm like, what is this? She's got it next to my keys and stuff this morning, and uh, and then I look, grain free granola. <laughs> What could this thing be made of? <laughs> now somehow Wait, grain is bad for grain you. Grain is bad now. Yeah, oh yeah, you can't have it. So it's uh grain free. Yeah, the dogs have grain free treats. Isn't that what granola is? That's what I mean, this is that the gran and granola? It's grainola? I'm not eating this thing. I don't know what it I'm is. I'm not doing it. It's gotta be made of soylent green or something. I mean it's uh, it's one of those things if you unwrapped it and you left it on the sidewalk. Even the ants won't eat it. <laughs> That's a good test. Right. Throw a piece down. Throw a piece down. If, they're not if there's no bugs next to it, you know. How can you have grain-free granola, you know? I don't know. So I guess it's the O'Doul's of, <laughs> of granola bar. <laughs> Speaking of O'Doul's, you know what? I actually own 2% of a brewery. This is for our Phoenix oh, people. You know what? I do. I've been to that brewery. Yeah, we went in there the other day. Um, if you're uh, looking for this long story, but, you know, Cedarstrom's my last name. The The gentleman who built my house's name was Bolstrom. So us strums stick together. CNR Tire, free commercial all over the valley. The C in CNR stands for Chris Holmstrom. So if you need tires, that's where you want to go. So us strums stick together. Randy Bolstrom started brewing beer on his front porch. Oh, I don't know how many years it's years been. Years ago, So, yeah. craft beer. And, I mean, he you talk about an artist. This guy's an artist. And he just, everybody's like, man, you should, you know, you should do this for a living. So, now, craft beer, for you people that don't understand it, it's definitely a young man's thing. You know, this is a, and people, the younger generation, seek out these breweries. And they love to sample it, you know, in the crafts. And they make pumpkin beer. They make raspberry beer. I mean, you know, just, it's. So the one thing they don't tell you is 
I like Mexican beer. I like Corona. All right, it's you know I like American cars, Mexican beer, German women. It's it just works in my life. So, the, but the the thing about Coronas is, you know, you can have three or four of those. You know, I'm 250 pounds and still be okay. Not in the craft beer world. They have a craft beer. They call it a toasty blonde. Uh, I I had Joe had those so a toasty blonde or two seven point one alcohol content so it's not Coors Light let's just put it that way when I first tried the uh, beers that he made this was probably fifteen years ago I actually ended up pacing it off I lived six hundred feet away from him I had to get a ride home <laughs> Lori come get me. <laughs> 600 feet down the road, couldn't pull it off. But if you're in Phoenix, I own 2% of the brewery. You know, the foam on the top, that's mine. I, I, I call it the foam that they wipe the off. The foam they wipe they off. They wipe that's off, that's yours. My profits. But uh, go by the Front Porch. They're up here. Go to frontporchbrewery.com. You can look them up. They're right off of Happy Valley Road up and, here and in the North Valley. is spelled yeah, P-O-U, like poor. Right. P-O-U-R-C-H-E. Just throw a U in the front porch. porch. Yeah, because there is other There front is porches. other front porches that are spelled differently so there's correctly. A, but there's a cheap plug for my two Now, I just so you know, I want to be clear for all of you. Go, go check it out. Okay, You're not getting a Bud Light there or a Coors Light no, there. No, no, You're no. not getting a vodka soda nope. or, or anything. This is a straight brewery. brewery. Yep. And he hand-built it. It took him a year to build this. Go look at the craftsmanship inside. It is amazing. You know, it looks like the inside of my house. I'm telling you, if a howitzer wiped out our neighborhood, the only house left would be mine. So the walls are eight feet thick. <laughs> anyway, I gotta tell you, how 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 deep does your dislike go for uh, for the president or for president haters? How about that? It's a better question. So if you you know the the people that hate. Trump, all right, they're rabid. Now, the people that support Trump, I mean, do we put up or do we hate the the never Trumpers? So, I mean, we may make a Pocahontas joke here or there. I mean, but outside of that, or no. Now, let me ask you something. There's a new movie I want to see. It's called The Irishman. You know what it is? Have you heard of it? No. Okay, it's got De Niro in it. It's got Pesci. It's a remake of Goodfellas. So, which great movie? Okay, Goodfellas. It is too. These are now they're Goodfellas, all... but they're now great grandpas. Right. This is the Gummer edition. So <laughs> the old Gummer. <laughs> but what? Apparently, the uh, the plot of the movie is that they are talking about the murdering or assassination of Jimmy Hoffa, but they're playing their gangster roles. Okay. Now we all know De Niro, De Niro is a never Trumper, right? Which upset a lot of us. Do you go to the movie? I'm not going. See? See? Ah! She's in the back. I'm not going. So because of that... And, and, and again, why are we... Why would we even care about what these people think? Right? It's not like the, they're super educated or they're, uh, you know, got a, you know a master's degree in this. They're actors. That's it. Right. Right? That's all they do. And now, granted, they make a lot of money... What do you, you think it'll have an effect on the movie itself? Because you know, yes, this oh, is right up my alley. They, they they have literally hurt their sales. Now, how much? I don't know. I'd say fifteen, twenty percent, probably, probably. Right. 
So a lot of people won't go. Now, does it go the other way? Because he's a never-Trumper, do a lot of the liberals that wouldn't have normally gone to see this movie show up? How many liberals show up in Birkenstocks and go, are you talking to me? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Not right. that many. Yeah, you got to go. So it, may, it may balance out. I don't know. Hey, are you talking to me? <laughs> It's, you figure you figure a gangster would be conservative, okay? Here's a guy never pays taxes, all right? Hates the government, trying to chase him around in real life. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure Tony Soprano was right. a, a was a Trump guy. Right, right, all the way. Love him. Right. So you know, I I don't know. I just thought it'd be a good question. So that's question one for you. Question two this morning. Looking at the markets, the Dow was down what three hundred and fifty points when the they they had to cue the deer again. The, today. Well, now see, I was a little bit nervous that the plunge protection team might be never Trumpers, since the rest of all the government hates them. So <laughs> you're like, when are they going to show up? Right. So apparently, uh, Trump does have the uh, the bat phone. That calls. I mean, I never seen the markets. They showed move up. I said, in case you missed it, obviously the Dow was down uh, Tuesday, down even bigger on Wednesday, down again heavily today after really more bad economic data. ISM data came out. Uh, the Dow, the Dow was falling, like Eric said, down three hundred more plus points, and then all of a sudden, in a matter of less than thirty seconds. Boom. Blunt protection team activated right on the 200-day moving average in case you wanted to throw something else in there. Ah, okay. And the the headline will tell you it's because it wasn't the blunt protection team. It was because now they know the Fed's going to cut rates again at the end of the month. That's that, that's. But again, you have the uh, the impeachment thing looks to be falling apart rapidly, doesn't it? I mean, depending yeah, on where you watch. the day, right? Yesterday I got a little more nervous. Now today I'm a little le- less nervous. You see Trump came out and said, I'm going to ask China to investigate Biden too. Yeah, well, there's a mil- billion and a half dollars got paid out through into some equity or mutual fund that uh, Biden's got his fingers on. Let me tell you, though, if I was Joe Biden, I would keep a close eye on the Lori Laughlin case. <laughs> if, so, talk about getting your kid into college. How about getting him a 50 grand a month job in Ukraine? So, <laughs> it wasn't getting him into Harvard. That's, so we, uh, he might want to hang. If she gets off, I w- if I was Biden, I would get that attorney on the phone because you might need You him. may need that guy. <laughs> You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour right here on 1360 KHNC as well as KXXT 1010 here in Phoenix. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives to allow me into them. But again, as I said yesterday, everybody is entitled to my opinion. Also today, there was a study out of California that uh, says that people who get drunk drivings are more likely to con- to commit gun violence. Says who? <laughs> they did the study. So California comes up with these because, you know, they've figured out. In Arizona here, you've got three major industries. Real estate, of course, always. Right. Yep. Uh, tourism. Yep. 
It's 80 degrees yep. and drunk driving. That is absolutely. <laughs> it's just a huge industry. The people that it employs, the money that it generates. Because when you come out here, hey, live it up, party, have a good time. There's bars, golf courses. They love it, right? Fiesta Bowl, oh, Super yeah. Bowl, Phoenix NCAA, Open. Phoenix Open. If you've never been to the Phoenix Open, the greatest show on grass, they call it, because literally they are all smoking grass before they go in. And then they all start drinking. You've got a half a million people that can barely walk when they're leaving. And I am not kidding you. So I go once every so often. Every ten years right. and you like to witness the and spectacle. I, yeah, I went last year. And as I'm walking in, Okay, and, and I'm getting there. It's like noon, right? I pass at least three or four people who are trying to go out that are literally falling down drunk, and it's only noon. My wife's office, the real estate office, is right there. It's at the Princess where the golf tournament is. Every year, it's just you know, it's just unbelievable. It becomes the third largest city in Arizona. It's incredible. I mean, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's just something about Arizona. Come on out. It's the Wild West. Have a good time, and please get in your car and drive. Yeah, drive around. <laughs> we have special, special usher waiting for you. So anyway, that was uh, just crazy. Mortgage rates are up. Figure that one out. Well, I think they may be down. Well, no, they were four seven a year ago, but last week they went up a little. They, they're at three six. They have yeah, up a the, tenth of yeah, a point. The ten year note collapsed today, back down to. To a one oh, five. when the market's flipped? Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. So, so we'll see. Too early to tell. But uh, mortgage rates should be lower. We should be, be much lower. way lower. You're not getting the interest rate adjustments with the drops here. Same with credit cards. All-time high. Credit card rate interest. All-time high. Hit last week. It could be a profit thing, but we're not sure. Patriot Radio News Hour will return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The feminist outrage against Jeffrey Epstein for evading justice while allegedly providing underage girls to powerful men had even the New York Times demanding answers. Epstein was apparently protected by the deep state for more than a decade, receiving extraordinary favoritism right up until his final moments of life in jail. At first, the liberal media reacted to his death by calling anyone who questioned the circumstances a conspiracy theorist. But the media has since flipped amid pressure by the liberals themselves. No one can pretend that Epstein acted alone all these years, which is the favorite refrain of the deep state when it wants to close the lid on investigatory failures about other famous crimes. Epstein obviously had powerful allies, starting with Bill Clinton, as well as pilots that flew them and others on the Lolita Express, staffed by underage girls, to serve for their satisfaction. There are surely dozens, if not hundreds, who must have been in on Epstein's illicit activities and unexplained accumulation of massive wealth. This former high school teacher who became the billionaire owner of luxurious properties and even his own island in the Caribbean evidently had much he could have said about Clinton and other favorites of the left. Perhaps Epstein's cohorts think his death should close the case, but instead it should make getting the truth easier without his army of lawyers hiding behind a plea bargain which can be voided now. The Department of Justice prosecuted Epstein a decade ago when reportedly someone called the U.S. attorney and told him that Epstein, quote, belonged to intelligence, end quote, and to drop the investigation. 
The U.S. attorney promptly did. And Epstein received a plea bargain that was so unusual that some have even called it illegal. James Clapper, once the director of national intelligence, famously lied under oath to Congress and yet was never prosecuted for it. It appears that anyone who, quote, belonged to intelligence, end quote, is considered above the law, and that using those magic words can get a U.S. attorney to drop even the strongest of cases. It's time the American people had some transparency delivered to them on deep state deals. Thanks to the Me Too movement, that ball might just get rolling. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we think it's time to take Washington back from the power brokers. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're organizing a grassroots movement to stand against the deep state bureaucrats who control government. For the latest strategies, go to phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, we're back. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, Eric Cedar Strub. You know, you were talking about De Niro earlier. This just, on CNBC, this is breaking news. Robert De Niro slapped with gender discrimination lawsuit today by his former female executive assistant who claims that the star lobbed abusive and sexist comments towards her and engaged in inappropriate conduct that included gratuitous, unwanted physical contact. You're kidding me. You know what? This is good news for a guy like me. He's 76 years old. <laughs> you know what? There's hope. There's all hope. Of the, all of these liberals, they freak out. They make everything this horrible deal and this and that blackface, this and that. They all did all this stuff. Everybody did. I know. So, of course, you know what? This explains a lot. They're apparently now... The biggest age group that is suffering the most from STDs is 65 and older. What a disgusting <laughs> thought. They're getting it on, man. That's crazy, isn't it? Bring that wheelchair <laughs> over here, baby. <laughs> it's almost the Alice commercial. It must be, yeah. Yeah, see Alice. I don't know her. <laughs> I saw Alice last night, though. Go see Alice. So, so there you have De Niro. Boy, he's in the news everywhere, so... Now see, now because he's a and he's a never trumper, you know, you can't see the movie. But really, at seventy six years old, he's getting sexual. I mean, when you go back to the old folks' home, when that makes a paper, everybody's got to be high fiving you. Like, right? yeah, yeah, way to go! Way to go! <laughs> you know, one day you look up and you realize you're just not seventy five anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> time goes by pretty fast. Ferris Bueller, if you don't stop and look around every now and then, you might miss it. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Joe's letting me uh, come out of retirement here, and uh, I'm pretty excited to be here. You're listening to also one of the longest-running programs. <laughs> How long have we been in this time slot? I mean, whew, 20-plus years. So you've, you've been here since time 16? slot since 05, right? A long time. So you got 14 years here, not another 10 ahead of you, so... Anyway, I uh, I feel good. Life is good. Now, Sanders, he's not Bernie Sanders. He's not feeling... He had to take a timeout. Well. He had to take a timeout. Now, that, that, that's not good. No. You're on the campaign trail, and, you know, you got to... I think they said uh, bypass. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, they couldn't get, uh, go with heat exhaustion like right. they did with... Right. Apparently, that, that could, they couldn't go with that, but, yeah, I guess he had some stints 
So, yeah, that'll be it for him because they'll just tear him apart that he's not going to be able to make it. Think if he had won, if he had won the uh, election, 2016 election, he'd be president and having bypass surgery. How about that? So, you know, what are we going to do? Think of, think of, you know, regardless Trump gets elected or not, but eventually, you know, Trump has to leave for five more years from now. He's got to go. So he get a new president. You think about most presidents that we have, the history of them, you really never hear from them or see them. You know, you get a State of the Onion address, and then, you know, maybe they'll show up every now and then. But Trump, I mean, he tweets how many times a day? He's everywhere. He's he's omnipresent everywhere. I mean, you can't go anywhere. You can't turn on the I 5 o'clock news. You can't uh, turn on the Camilla radio. Camilla Harris, she's one of the thousand people running for president on the, the nomination on the Democrat side. Uh, the other day, wanted to ban Trump from Twitter. Yeah, wanted to get rid of his Twitter account. So, forget about you know, free speech is going away. Well, this is again the Democratic agenda. So this is getting rid of talk radio. Getting you want they want to get rid of. They want to regulate everything. You're not allowed to eat meat anymore. Is this what you can do? Apparently, you, you can't, can't have any grain in your granola. Yeah, can't have grain anymore. Me and the dogs were cut off. So. And you're also, thank God I sneak a beer every now and then, right? I know there's grain in there. So I'm not with him, in case Lori's listening. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just incredible where this is the agenda that they're on. Now, we talked about Elizabeth Warren yesterday. I uh, I don't see it. You know, they show her, and she's, you know, passionate, and she wants to tax everybody and take all the money in. You know, that's great if you're on college campuses and stuff, but to be able to, to, to build for Pocahontas to build a uh, nomination and a, and a legitimate run against somebody who really still wants to put Amer- make America great again, the red is going to stay red. I don't think he's going to lose a single vote. Do you? Not a single one. I, again, I, yeah, I think that, but but I always worry because I'm always in my little cocoon uh, that, that uh, insulates me from the left, so I, I don't know, uh, but I agree. I just... It's one of those things where it's starting to emerge like she's going to be the the big winner. Her crowds keep growing and growing, and Biden, you know, Biden's a horrible candidate as well. Jim Cramer brings her up now like every other day on the air on CNBC. Yeah, he's he's giving her credence, and that helped a lot to put her on the stock market bubble channel. But uh, who else? We got people coming into town here. Don't forget, you know the. The far-left agenda will come to fruition, ultimately. I don't know if you can stop it because they're importing it. But we got Beto O'Rourke is going to be here at Phoenix Town Hall. Wait, does he think this is Mexico? Is he, is, think does if he you're, realize he's back in America? Think if you're a Hispanic okay, and you see this, you're, like, so happy. You just snuck in. All right? They've given you a cell phone. They've given you a cell phone. you got a MasterCard for your food. EBT. Yeah, you, they, they directed you over to Section 8 housing, so now you're going to get a house. And you're like, who's coming, Beto? Yeah, where's he coming from? Mexico City? <laughs> we got to see this Beto guy. And then when they get a look at him, they're like, oh. <laughs> He's a white guy. That's a white guy. <laughs> you can't do that. Not forget Cory Booker as well. The uh, You know, he, he was in Vegas. He's still the, you know... But you're naming people that I'm like, I vaguely know who they are. Well, they're screaming. He's screaming for gun control. So let me tell you, Cory Booker's got a lot of momentum behind him. And uh, 
He's got if he toned it down a little bit, he could be the he could be the Democratic darling, but uh it's just too early to tell. There's just too much going on and I, I'm not gonna make a prediction. Not yet, yet. you're so, not ready. No, I'm not, not ready. ready, so Okay. And then, you know, they've just foregone the, what the primaries everywhere on the Republican on the G O P, right? Well he's you know, that's kinda normal. You know, he he's the sitting president. Yeah. Uh so there's a couple of guys that are saying they're going to run against them, but I, I don't think there's any danger there. Well, here you have the uh, the impeachment thing kind of getting tabled this morning, and uh, there they are, like, well, maybe we're not going to get them. And even CNN, I watch both sides before I come on the air here, and they're like, well, you know, maybe there is a problem. Nancy Pelosi's not calling for a vote, and da-da-da-da-da. Wham! Gold up 15 bucks. They're like, oh, we got to get back by that. They're not going to be able to impeach them, so... The only thing we're going to be able to point at come election day is five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollar gold because Wall Street, obviously, the Prunch Protection Team is Trump supporter because you saw it. We today. weren't sure. We weren't sure, but today the Dow was down three fifty. I took a shower. I came back out. It was up forty. I'm like, well, I haven't seen it was that. that fast. I haven't seen that move that fast. Now, oh, everybody said, oh, it's time to buy. Get in. Uh, it happened right after Trump got on his helicopter. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour on a Thursday. Is that what it is? We'll be back. Thursday. It is Thursday. October 3rd, 2019, the year of our Lord. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks, everybody, on Facebook, uh, AM, coming in on uh, 1360khnc.com. Uh, appreciate the support. I mean, uh, the American Freedom Network's been around a long, long time. And, Joe, you're doing a great job. Uh, Jason, amazing, amazing with the music. I listened to the commercial there for uh, Grandpa's Pawn and Gun with Marty Robbins in the back. He's just got a gift for it. You know all that old stuff. So, just amazing. On the, uh, you know, the somber side, I don't know if you saw this kind of news breaking. Survivors and family of the 58 people who were slain in the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history, the one over in Las Vegas, still amazing. I mean, amazing. How you could think that, you know, that uh, that the guns did it all themselves, you know, <laughs> it's just and, and any type of legislation would change this. There's just no way to figure this out. But anyway, they've come to a settlement. The, uh, the They've reached a settlement with at least $735 million with MGM Resorts, law firm representing the victims and the resorts said today. MGM Resorts owns the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas where Stephen Paddock, you know, never, I, I wouldn't have known that name until I just read it again, 64 years old, fired 1,100 rounds from his 32nd floor suite into a crowd of 22,000 people at an outdoor country music festival October 1st, two years ago, 2017. Where does the time go? Slaying 58 and wounding 800 before killing himself. So the total settlement amount might rise to 800 million dollars depending on how many claimants choose to participate so i guess that's a what do they call it a class action i guess class action deal so, I, I still don't know how the mgm was liable but again i know i i don't well 
I guess if you give him the venue and uh, he knocks the windows out and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they could be liable. It's a liable. whole weird deal. I, you There's got to be other people liable at this point. So, you know, once the attorneys come in, it's, uh, it is what it is. 1-800-951-0592. Kellyanne Conway, you know, uh, White House blonde gal. Yep. She, you know, I, th- I don't think her marriage can be doing too well. I don't know if you saw this. George Conway, her husband, uh, to the White House advisor, Kellyanne Conway, today described President Donald Trump as unfit for office. Yeah, he's a never-Trumper. He's a never-Trumper. Now, you know, it's tough getting along with friends. You know, I said yesterday, play golf with liberals, and they all sold their stocks. When Remember when the day Trump got elected, the next day, oh, that's it for stocks, and the Dow was down like 400, and gold was flying. flying. Right, so... So they all sold their stocks and never got back in. Don't worry, they're going to make it up in the futures markets on gold. That's their plan. If you're a liberal, you're buying gold. So anyway, <laughs> I just you know it'd be tough. Don't you think it'd be tough if you, you and your wife you're 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 working with the president and your spouse is an anti-Trumper? Could you imagine the dinner conversations? You know, at one point he'd have to look at her and go, "Shut up, you ignorant slut." <laughs> I don't know if I should laugh at that. That's pretty funny. (laughs) I don't know. So, how about that Hong Kong again back in? Did you see what they're trying to do? Legislation that, well, I don't know if if you're a communist, you don't have to legislate anything. You just make up the mandate. You just hand hand down the law. So, uh, they're trying to get rid of them. They need to do that here, too. So this is one case where the communists are may lead the way here. Usually it's California that does it. But now China is going to lead the way for California. They want them to take off their masks. Yes. And let me tell you, the Antifa and the masks and all that. The banning of the mask. Now, did you see the 60 Minutes on facial recognition software about a month ago? I did not. You know, that's kind of a family tradition. It always has been in the... Summer times, you know, when the kids are swimming, you got the pool and it's hot and the grill's going. Everybody comes in around 7 o'clock and finish dinner. Nice and cool, watch 60 Minutes. And uh, I have done it my whole life and take it with a grain of salt. But every now and then they do some pretty good ones. The the facial recognition software, and make no mistake, Simi Valley has a lot to do with it, but the Chinese have just taken the ball and run. The software is amazing. The computers are right out of uh, the movie Terminator. You know where the where the the computers became self aware and started defending themselves. Right. Well, they figured out when they were there's you know a billion people and they set these cameras up already and you got these tech guys and they were like they're trying to tell the the computers how to, to they start with eyes you know the eye eye recognition patterns and cheekbone structure. And then somebody had the idea that, well, let's just take pictures of, you know, a half a billion people and let the computer sort it out itself. And it did it. It did it. It picked out the nuances. It figured out facial structures. It figured out that there are paradigms in in people's bone structures, just like a snowflake, where, you know, no two are the same. And it remembers. Remembers. So, I mean, literally... You can't hide from this programming and what is going on over in Beijing and in China right now. And they are just running amok. They're communists. And communists 
want to keep track of everybody, and that's obviously what's happened to our country. The privacy's gone. We talked about yesterday. You In a year, a year from today, you're not going to be able to get on an airplane with an Arizona driver's license. You have to have a national ID. They're just tracking everybody, but this facial recognition software is crazy. And this is why all these... Well, punks running amok all over in, in China right now with masks on are wearing. Because the computers have advanced that much, that they can pick them out. Coming to a neighborhood near you, along with photo radar. <laughs> it wasn't me. The computer has a design of your facial structure going, oh yeah, it was. Final segment coming up. Final segment. Patriot Radio News Hour. A lot of talk about the coming recession here in the United States of America. The, uh, well, you know, the uh, libs are hoping for it. Uh, conservatives still believe in the president. I'm one of them. I think he's done a great job holding this country together and trying to put back factories. Just put back everything that they gave away. Wall Street dealt away. They paid off all the politicians, changed all the laws, put in all the free trade agreements, and gutted the country. I mean, you know, we had textile mills and steel mills and factory mills, and you didn't have to have a college degree to get a government job. I mean, you know, this people could go to work and do things, and it's just crazy what they've done and the, the new norm. And a guy comes in, tries to make it, you know, the way it used to be, and they just don't want it. They don't want it. Which, again, if you tried to lay that out, lay a case for that, and, and tell that story that everybody would go, impossible. It's impossible. Well, it is possible. So there's too much, too much graft and everything being handed down. So one thing I have to say, though, that is quite surprising, and I understand the interest rate deductions, you know, the interest rate drop that the president's pushing for, but that that is anti-strong dollar policy, which, you know, is a little bit, uh, you know, conflicting story because a strong country, a strong manufacturing base, and a strong economy has strong currency. He's trying to do monetary policies, but let's face it. If you're going to compete in a global society, you know, you can't stack the deck against you. And that's what happened with the rest of the countries. The They kept lowering interest rates so their currencies would keep getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. So their goods would become cheaper and cheaper and they could ship them into the United States. They called it the race to the bottom. So now they've got negative interest rates. And how many countries, Joe? I mean, oh. It's just crazy, isn't it? About half the world. About half the debt of the world, something like that. Well, not quite half because we're not negative yet. So but. what does that mean? So if interest rates go negative, if you deposit a toaster, they give you $100? Well, actually, <laughs> what, what, what's happening now, we've seen it in Europe, right? They're starting to, to charge you for your money in your bank account on top of charging you all the fees. Now you're going to have another fee that's the uh, so you think people buy U.S. Fee. debt? Will they buy government debt and pay? Because, you know, you can only put X amount in, you know, if you've got a lot of money, you can only put X amount in these financial institutions, X amount in the banks. It's only insured for so much. So, you know, and even your stock accounts, they're only insured for so much. So, I mean, if you've got billions and billions and billions of dollars that you're managing, you're responsible for it, especially if you're a fund manager. It's got to go somewhere. Would you loan the money to the government and pay them to hold it? You think it's going to get to that? Just doesn't make economic sense. That would reverse the national debt. It literally... The the debt clock would start spinning backwards. It it doesn't pass the IQ test that you're going to lend the government money and they're going to charge you for it. 
Right. Just doesn't, does it? Right. But yet, that's where they want to go. That's kind of where they want to go. Can you imagine such a world? You know how expensive things are going to get. <laughs> Gold's up eight right now at fifteen oh eight. Silver's up as well, just under seventeen dollars and seventy five cents. I've got a just a small little package here. I got fifty five dollar liberties. They're at four hundred and five dollars a piece at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. You know, and I've said it all the time. President Trump tells you almost daily, buy gold. Because he wants the rates to go to zero. He wants quantitative easing back. He wants the dollar to compete with everybody else. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back for one more show on a Friday. Who knows what's going to be said then. <laughs> 